Medical workers employed by one of the country's largest laboratory service providers will walk off the job next week in Wellington and the South Island after a breakdown in contract talks. The labs are warning there will be delays for patients, but there will also be contingency arrangements for critical or life-preserving services. The techs and scientists process tests for everything from cancers to kidney and liver function and, of course, COVID. The strike follows a breakdown between the lab services that are privately owned by parent company Awanui and workers covered by the Apex Union. Apex says the average wage increase claim across the different lab professions is about 23%. Next Next week, different specialty staff will walk off the job on Wednesday and Thursday with more strikes planned for the following Monday and Tuesday. Joining us now is New Zealand Institute of Medical Laboratory Science President Terry Taylor. Hi, Terry. Hi, Kia ora, Lisa. How has it got to this? Well... Yeah, there's a bit of history behind all of this, as everyone is probably well aware. I mean, the profession of medical laboratory science and our scientists and technicians, everyone will be well aware, took an incredible hammering during the pandemic uh, with a, a vast amount of testing being thrust into our diagnostic laboratories and, and, a, and a workforce which really stood up to the plate and did some pretty amazing things. But it really one of the things it did was highlight just some of the inherent issues that we do have within our sector in this country. Let's start with pay. What kind of pay do these workers get compared to other medical professions? Yeah, well, that's one of the sticking points, of course, of being a profession which is not instantly recognised like the nurses or the, or, the, or the doctors that we actually practise alongside. Um, it is no secret that we are the poorest paid frontline uh, medical registered health profession in this country. Um, some of our technicians are on barely above the minimum wage, never mind the living wage. And as it sits at the moment, we are sitting um, around about 30 to 40% below the nurses. So that just gives an indication of how far things have slipped because when I actually started in this profession, we used to be ahead of the nursing uh, profession. And now, as far as salaries go, we sit way behind. And not just in, in the salary side, it also extends into the training and education commitment and basically how things are going within our workplaces as well. Terry, how long do you have to train for to be a lab scientist? Okay, to be a medical laboratory scientist in, in this country takes four years of undergraduate study and then they serve an internship, in other words, a, a six to nine month period until they get their full registration. But just on that, that's not much change out of five years, but obviously to become a senior or an experienced scientist, put another five to seven years on top of that as well. And so what's we're the no top different. pay, Terry? Yeah. What's the top pay you could get for that? I'm just looking at a pay scale here. Our automatic increment for our scientists. Obviously, they walk into the into the profession at just under $60,000. And, and with the automatic increments, um, they can get close to 80000 But that's it. That's, that's as far as it goes. And that takes many, many years. How are you doing in terms of people staying in the job or are they leaving? No, that's our retention is at a, at a what I would call absolutely perilous state. Um, we really have to think about how we can recognise these people and pay them better. We have some of our technicians move into the hospitality sector because they get paid a lot more. So the likes of the KFCs and the coffee shops, they actually pay better 
than being a registered health professional in this country, which is a real indictment on where we are at the moment. Terry, you are aware, are you, because this is important, are you aware of people leaving to go work in cafes and fast food takeaway joints? Oh, definitely. It's 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 the reality of working in an in a environment where that where the work and the conditions are, are not a are not sustainable for these people to actually feed their families or never alone survive. I think it really is an indictment. And when we see the money that's being thrown around to the other health professions, look, you've got to look at us. If you do not have a functioning pathology workforce, you do not have a, have a health system. That's it. No pathology, no healthcare. Terry, That's some how people, it works. Some people won't understand that. I mean, the types of tests that you're talking um, and the role that these technicians and uh, lab scientists play. I mean, uh, how, what percentage of patients would need these tests to determine um, a course of care, for example? Do you know? Yeah, well, it's a well-known thing. And one of the problems in this country is our data collection because things are so fragmented. But just to put it in perspective, in a hospital setting, you're looking at almost all of the clinical decisions are going to rely on a laboratory test or diagnostic um, tool of some sort that's provided by technicians and scientists and our pathologists to give the patient the, 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 the treatment regime that's needed, the diagnostic um, pathways, the, the medications, it's all related to the, to, the, to the work of the scientists and technicians. Unfortunately, you don't see that because we're not out in, the, out in the open like everyone else. I mean, COVID gave us that opportunity, but it's almost like we've been forgotten about again. Let's just get back in the lab and be hidden and no one cares. When the union says, on average, the wage increase claim is about 23%, people will be, you know, choking on their Friday chips because that's a big wadge of money, um, Terry. So, I mean, realistically, what needs to happen here? Look, I think to pay health professionals what they should get to be able to do their job to the best of their ability should be a given. It, it shouldn't be something to be negotiated with in my mind. But that's yeah, but money doesn't grow on trees, thing. Terry. There's only so much money to go around and you have pointed out the fact that nurses have asked for money, teachers are asking for money. There is only so much money. There is, and the reality here is that as a profession, we are the one that has been left behind the most. Um, it's just not sustainable for the health system to continue in this way. If you don't have the engine running and checking on the engine the way it should be, we will have trouble further along the lines. And everyone knows what happened during COVID when we got overrun. Similar situation could be upon us if we keep going down this pathway. Good to talk to you, Terry. Thanks for joining us. That is Terry Taylor. He's president of the New Zealand Institute of Medical Laboratory Science. And in a statement from Awanui Group on behalf of its lab services, it says it's disappointed the union initiated strike action after a single day of bargaining and it will be tabling a package next week. It says the industrial action will affect laboratory services in Wellington, Nelson, Christchurch, South Canterbury, Otago and Southland region and will mean delays to services or no services at all in most of those regions. Blood testing in the community will be severely impacted across the South Island and some regions will not have community collection services available from the 12th to the 18th of July. Uh, they say priority will be ensuring those who are seriously ill still receive the critical life-preserving services that they need. 24 minutes after five and you with Checkpoint on 